season one, episode three. We are all in need of healing, and healing begins within. That is the topic of the Circle of Chi podcast and how I'm going to help you get to the best version of you. And welcome back to the Circle of Chi podcast. I am your host, Victoria Smith. This week, I am welcoming Tony Kuhn Robertson. She is the owner of the Healing Matrix here in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I met Tony about two years ago, um, verbally, and then finally in person about a year ago. Uh, she has been on a journey herself, but what she has to offer you is more powerful than anything that you've probably experienced before. I have been um, going to the Healing Matrix in Memphis probably for about, what, six months now, Tony? And I have experienced a lot of outer body experiences as well as rejuvenation. And uh, that's, of course, to the work of the machines that Tony has available to you, as well as the work that she goes in for um, inner, inner spirit healing. So I'm going to introduce you now to Tony Kuhn, and here she is. Thank Thanks so much. Yes, this is Tony Robertson. I'm here with the want to talk to you guys about a little bit about what we do here and I opened the Healing Matrix, built it here uh, last year. The Healing Matrix is an awakening and energy center. It's uh, where guidance, the Healing Matrix, I, I guess let's start there, what does the Matrix uh, mean? For me the, the Matrix means the, um, basically as you and I were talking a moment ago about the default mode network. The default mode network is where our conditionings, our programming, our our religious concepts, our um, fears, anxieties uh, reside there. So that all of these programs that we receive, media, social, all of these things reside there and they uh, they can sometimes be overstimulated. <laughs> so um, my main job here, I guess, is to kind of like they've shown meditation, uh, what we do here, getting to the root of traumas and um, different blocks and uh, boxes we have built up in that default mode network that I right. call the matrix. So once we go into your personal healing matrix, is mm -hmm. why I say that, is because your personal matrix is, looks nothing like the next person's right. matrix because it has different programming, it has different experiences, it has yes. different um, different issues, different blocks. So we have to go in there individually and right. see. And so as um, you know, you and I were discussing earlier about uh, meeting two years ago prior. Mm -hmm. um, I'm an empath, yes. and I awakened to these gifts uh, yes. several years ago. So what we do, what I do here is I'm basically a guide into um, helping people see things. You know, holding a mirror up to reflect what I can intuitive, intuitively uh, feel behind the scenes going yes. on and um, let that bring into the light. As you say, you are a vessel. Yes, I am a vessel for, yes. for their information to come through. Yes. And so when it does, they address it, they see it, they look at it, and sometimes that itself is just mm -hmm. quite enough. Yes. But then sometimes there are um, techniques and there are um, 
we have past life regression here. We mm -hmm. have uh, different different venues of um, trauma work as a counselor that I'm able to provide along with right. the empathic abilities. Um, in case the trauma work that's needed to be done is, you know, does take a little bit more work to hold the mirror yes. up sometimes. <laughs> yes. So yes, uh, now uh, we also, I have this uh, meditation table. As my clients came in, I was feeling a number of uh, similar blocks in their systems. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I was feeling this, I was like, how can I help them? This is real physical stuff. Yes. This is not, I mean, even though it's psychosocial causing it, hey, it still hurts. Right. How can I help them? So I uh, started, I've always, when I first awakened to these gifts, got downloaded a lot of information about vibrations, sounds, mm -hmm. uh, these types of things, uh, right. auras, uh, mm -hmm. colors, uh just so much. Right, which is the first thing you did with me was the yes, color therapy. Yes, yes, the color therapy, the aura. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But so as I saw that there were certain pathways that there are, I didn't know what they were called. I don't even know how to articulate some of right. this, what I feel, but some similarities. Uh, I started looking more into the, the vibrations and the sounds and, and really started intuitively going in within myself to ask more questions and things yes. came. So this hydro vibration table here um, is, is the, um, is I guess the baby of yeah. all of these downloads. The king. <laughs> the king of these downloads, <laughs> yes. So this is a, a table and I have a hydro mat on top of the massage table so the frequencies can come through very flow. Transduce, state of the art transducers underneath allowing these healing um, frequencies, human resonance. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, um, we, we have like a 528. We mm -hmm. have all of these different frequencies that sending love through us. And, and then we have uh, like 111, depending on what I need. Sometimes I can stack these frequencies three to four times on top of them and bring it through. And then on top of that, I have a PEMF mat. And in this PEMF mat, it uh, has crystals in it. Mm -hmm. These crystals are in line with our chakras in each color, allowing all of these therapies to go through and being, you know, really energized and charged by these crystals to go right. into the body. You know, we've shown in several studies how the water in our body can match the water that, you know, we are sending intention through. So right. as the vibration, the healing vibrations go through the water, the cells of our body actually match that hydro um, change that you mm -hmm that they witness there. So you're getting just layers upon layers and I call, it's really seven layers. Yes. And we have seven layers of, um, you know, our aura body. Mm -hmm. So uh, then we have red light therapy, infrared on top and the bottom. Uh, red light therapy is vital to us. It is very grounding to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we really, and we really want to utilize that for inflammation mm -hmm. because a lot of our pain does come from inflammation so there's a pulsating um, feature on this light mm -hmm. where I can really go in if you've got a meniscal tear versus mm -hmm. a kidney stone uh, things like that we can really go in and pulsate because we receive yes. impulsation whether that be light sound mm -hmm. what have you vibrating pulsation so you have this combination going through you which actually just brings you into this just very resting inner peaceful state yes. and in this state you can actually like the mula mantra mm -hmm. you know that's one of my favorites that has 528 and has mm -hmm. these beautiful divine energy flows um tunes through it 
you can program yourself to go in and just just rest and mm -hmm. even when you're not on the table bring that song and play it and put yourself back in that energetic state mm -hmm. it is just we've had a few experiences on that table <laughs> and when you did it with me you you actually did a combination of the mula mantra combined with the indian flutes yes and what drives you to decide which tones you play sometimes it's the person coming in okay. it really is sometimes it's the issues in which i feel that mm -hmm. they need uh, there are some frequencies there for endocrine balancing. There mm -hmm. are some uh, VAT frequencies of what they're called vibrational acoustic therapy. Mm -hmm. uh, this is science. This yes. is, I, I did not make these up. I don't even know how. So I depend on the experts out there to right. give me these vibrations. And then I feel if it's working on my client. And I actually have this machine, this, uh, this uh, biopulsar reflexograph that actually right. helps me you know track if this is actually working or not because right. when we have blocks they manifest in pain uh, physical illnesses and mm -hmm. such so that's something we can see go away right and when my clients see that they're pretty excited that they have empowered themselves mm -hmm. you know towards that but sometimes it's not like i said just psychosomatic it has manifested into the real correct so when we do these and the i have a vibration played mm -hmm. here the hypervibe the mm -hmm. hypervibe machine is absolutely wonderful for getting there and getting that lymph flow and getting your mm -hmm. organs moving again sometimes they get so stagnant they get mm -hmm. mucus and infection around it yes. you know it's just so much to, it also helps uh, neuronal growth muscular growth is one mm -hmm. of the reasons why i have on it uh i don't you know, I haven't told much of my story, but I am 40, you know, something years old, we're not going to say. <laughs> we're not going to say. <laughs> but um, I have muscular dystrophy, and everything you see here has basically been very insightful in helping me heal as mm -hmm. well. Like, I am... Yes. I'm just able to get around. I mean, you right. wouldn't know unless I told you, in, yeah. in, except in certain, a few circumstances, but all of these tools that I've been led to for my own healing because I was just basically, uh, see, before I went to medical school, that was, I'd say 11, 12 years ago. Right. I had gained a lot of weight. I was depressed in my mm -hmm. life and, and I was just about disabled. And so my whole family has muscular dystrophy and they are disabled, right. overweight. And so I thought that was my future and that was my life. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm just so blessed to be able to get these insights and to yeah. really get in there and uh, let my healing be a testimony to help other people yeah. as it has. And, and that's isn't that the goal of why we're here. Right. right? But, but what I love about what you do here, and this is my own experience with you, is, yeah. is your medical background allows you to take that and combine it with this like you know psychosomatic like right. we talked about yes. which is very rare because you don't hear a lot of integrated <laughs> medicine combined with true medical so yes. tell me about you know why you decided to walk away really from medical and go yeah. to integrated what what led you well, there well uh, i just a nervous breakdown yeah. <laughs> i had uh, wore a lot of masks victoria yeah. for a lot of years right and uh i had just just went from trailer park poor girl, mm -hmm. to more education, more education. money, more this, more husbands, yep. more, uh, you know, there <laughs> yes. was never enough in my life, you right. know, it was just never enough, and, uh, and then until it was, it was enough, it was enough, it was enough, and uh, so I would say a nervous breakdown put me on what I call my bathroom floor moment, uh, and, uh, we've all been there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it was, um, look, if I'm going to be here, and if you exist, mm -hmm. wherever, whoever you are, God, right. 
you need to show me what to do because I've just about had enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and medicine went against my whole soul, but yet I thought I was being called to it. Right. I, I didn't understand anything in life. I just, yeah. So, um, that being said, when I went, I left there and I went to the jungles of Peru. Mm -hmm. uh, gosh, and just like I said, didn't have a, any idea what I was doing. I got off a lot of my medicines. Just faith, just this pull mm -hmm. that I can't explain. Right. Um, I looked at it one day. I was just looking at alternative methods for depression. I thought, I've got to get over this. i got to get back into medicine. You know, I've got to mm -hmm. get out, um, shake out of this. Yeah. Something's got to give. And uh, so I looked at alternative therapies, and somehow ayahuasca caught my eye. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about a girl who had never done anything in her life. Right. I'd never done mushrooms right. or LSD or cocaine or anything in my life. Right. And uh, much less traveled to a foreign country by myself with this call and this desperation, yeah. honestly. Exactly. It's just desperation of this is it. This is the last, you know, this is... This is your last hope if you ever want peace in that little crazy mind of yours, Tony. <laughs> yeah. This is your shot. And so I went for it. Yeah. And it was the scariest thing I ever done. It, yeah. went, it went against everything I knew because um, I, was, I was pharma. You know, mm -hmm. I was on medicines. I, mm -hmm. I had decided I had mental illness. I right. decided all these things. And um, so I, once again, was guided to decide to get off them to travel over there. And uh, so... Anyway, uh, once there, the Shipibas took me in mm -hmm. and showed me love like I had not really experienced before. Right. Uh, there was people there from all walks of life, and uh, no one was judging. That's right. No one was caring about anything that, and I was looking like, what is going on here? It was like a, it was like a different world for me that mm -hmm. I just, you know, what was wrong with these people? Right. Everybody's laughing and loving, and so. they showed you your mirror in a way. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, God, I don't want some of that. What are they? And uh, yeah. is that what really is this? Why I'm here? Is this what's going to happen for me? Right. So the first ceremony, um, not really much happened. It was a very calming. You know, I listened to other people having. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful experience. Uh, and then the third ceremony, and then, um, anyway, I, I did have an experience, and it was one of the most beautiful in my life. I had ran from religion mm -hmm. since I was a little girl. Yep, me too. <laughs> I didn't even know what God was, and I didn't know if I wanted any part of it, because the other people that was talking about God, I didn't want to be like them. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I wasn't quite sure on anything, but I tell you what, in that moment, where I had that experience and I felt love in my heart, in my mind, and in every cell in my body lit up mm -hmm. when I had my plant medicine experience. And she cradled me and held me yeah. while it all went out. Mm -hmm. It just left. It wasn't, um, I, I, when it was over, I, some of it I couldn't remember. It was that. Right. You know, it was that gong, the mask, the identities to it, everything. All I wanted to do was just keep a hold of that feeling. That's all I could think of. Right. Is I finally got a piece of this, and there is nothing in this world that's going to keep me from it. Yeah. I found divinity. Yeah. And I felt it. Mm -hmm. So that I, once you experience something, people can talk right. about it all day long, and, and they can, you know, try to convince you and say this is the best thing ever, but 
when you feel it. You'll know. You'll know when it's over. Yep. And so I left that jungle feeling it. And, um, I, well, I guess I should go back just a little bit to the, to the last when I felt it. Um, I saw this uh, staircase and it was just lighting up. Very gentle, very beautiful. She shows me the way she says, and it's because a very female energy is why I say she, and, mm -hmm. and it's, she's referred to as Mother Ayahuasca. Right. Uh, and you understand why after she mows you. Yes. You understand. Uh, so anyway, I had this vision, and it was me in this white, like, uh, shotgun building similar to this. It's, we're sitting in my office right, right. now, actually. Uh, and people were lined around, and I was giving them something giving them a medicine mm -hmm. and they were feeling so much better and my heart was so full and and this just kept happening and yeah. happening so I thought oh gosh wow I finally know what I'm supposed to do right well in my mindset at this time only thing I knew was pharmaceutical medicine right so I left that jungle with love and happiness in my heart but feeling oh am I supposed to go back to medicine? Right. Am I supposed to go back to being a doctor? Oh gosh, how can I do this, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I left the jungle and I couldn't go back to anything after that for yeah. a little while because I was so discombobulated. I just had an awakening. Right. And I didn't, even though I had had a, a bachelor's and master's and in medical school, I had lots of training mm -hmm. on what a spiritual awakening was. I had lots of training of of all of these mental issues that yeah. people have, had all this training on elation and Maslow's hierarchy of needs and, and young and mm -hmm. you name it. You've studied it, yeah. I've studied it. Had all the education sitting right there. But I tell you what, when it happened to me and I awakened, I was like a baby. Mm -hmm. And everything I knew, I was, I did not believe. Right. It was shattered. It was I was disillusioned by everything. I was like, what? Yes. So so I thought my life was to grind and was to live on these lower vibrations mm -hmm. in the in the rat race of right. and then just die? What? Right. I mean, take it, take it back to like when you were in your twenties and you were thinking my whole life is going to be, oh, I'm going to live with muscular dystrophy yeah. and I'm not going to, and then all of a sudden you have that epiphany. Yes. That's, you. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you've really wrapped that up for me because that's it. It's mm -hmm. like, how can you ask me to go back to medicine? Right. But I did. Right. I did. And it, it didn't work out. Right. Let's just say it didn't work <laughs> out once again. So, um, I had to, I was so blasted by this new reality, I had to find an awakening coach. Mm -hmm. And I looked around, I was in Memphis at mm -hmm. the time, just, I had, I left Chicago mm -hmm. after I said I had nervous breakdown just yeah. about. And so I came home, you know, came where um, my loved ones were. And I hired a lady, fabulous lady, who was in my face. She didn't know what ayahuasca was and didn't give a crap what ayahuasca right. was you know all she knew was awakening and she pounded it and that's what i needed i was hard-headed yes. i had been indoctrinated indoctrinated for years in science yeah. and and the the mainstream media you know yes. i was i drank the kool-aid mm -hmm. hard we all did <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah, she helped me through. And so I didn't know that ayahuasca continuously kept you awakening. So she and I think, wow, 
this awakening process is freaking mm -hmm. awesome. Right. You know, I now acknowledge and give Mother Aya all the credit for what right. did go down because there were some serious ups and downs. There was serious to this awakening process. Right. I, I don't want in any way for someone to say, you know, you're going to take this and it's going to be this magic pill and sunshine and rainbows are going to come. No, in order to get there, you have to face a lot of shadows. Yes. You can't get there. You mm -hmm. you can't even know what the light is. Which is what you gave me. Until mm -hmm. you see these shadows. Yeah. So when we see them, it, it took me a long time. I had a lot of shadows. Yeah. And uh, now I understand why my awakening was the way it was. Yeah. There is calling that... That has to be done. Well, and you and you talk about shadows, and it's ironic yes. you use that term because you know, I, I keep going back to you know my experience with you because you made me realize that I was living in somebody else's shadow. Yeah. I wasn't living in my own life. I was living in somebody else's shadow. What did yeah. they expect me to be? What did they want me to do? What did they, you know, see for my future? Yeah. And I was living in that shadow. But then when I realized. I had my epiphany per se. I knew what I needed to do. And you did it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. that is empowerment at its best. You yes. took care of that. Mm -hmm. You know, once you were shown a, a, just a mirror and that I see brave people like you come in there mm -hmm. and do that and, and do it week after week after week. Yes. And, and, and honestly, Victoria, as I sat there, I thought how I would love for them to do ayahuasca mm -hmm. because that's what allowed me to see. It's, you know, I had been in counseling my whole life as well. Right. I had followed these demons as well as I was getting educated to help others, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted so bad. And then my aggravation with, all, with a lot of uh, people that are really big name people that yeah. have done. You all hear them go and travel to the jungles. Yeah. What are they doing over there? Well, they're doing these shamanic things. These That's aren't right. new. These things, have been, ayahuasca's been here 4,000 years, you yes. know? And um, so now it's become mainstream, but but they're doing it and then, then selling you their Kool-Aid mm -hmm. saying, oh, well, you need to do it this way. When in fact, they actually got divine guidance by this beautiful divine plant medicine. Right. And were shown and helped mm -hmm. and um and so i i don't want to be that person i guess i could have just went back over there i guess is the question we were talking about earlier why why am i doing this mm -hmm. yeah and that's it that's it, exactly it's, right it's because of, i know i what she's done for me even though it's been four years yeah. you don't forget that no you don't forget that and i'm going back she she now that i understand and 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 if you have a moment, I'll tell you how I realized that why I needed to go back over there. Yeah. Uh, I kind of before uh, an iboga experience. Yes. It. Uh, we were we were talking. A friend of mine. We were talking about doing iboga. Is another divine sacred plant medicine. Right. Now these sacred medicines are what shamans have used for years and years. There's five sacred medicines mm -hmm. and uh, they have gotten visions and seen, you know, past the veil, yes. these drugs, uh, I mean, these, these medicines allow them to do. Not synthetic drugs, Correct. not what we're talking about. Natural, my mother. We're yes. talking about, yes, mm -hmm. like um, when LSD, not that I'm saying LSD is bad, but acid or anything, mm -hmm. psychedelic. They're all derived from that. Yeah. They're all, you know, when they're synthetically derived, it's different from an ethogen. Yes. An ethogen is the plant, the divine medicine that helps you connect with the divinity within you. Okay. So I want to just clarify that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when you're doing well, the 
When you're doing the Ayaboga. Uh, oh, yes, the Ayaboga. So the Bitwiti tribe mm-hmm. is the where the vision for Ayaboga came from. Okay. And so Scott and I talked about, you know, I had done ayahuasca. He had done, you know, he had not done plant medicine. And I right. thought, well, I would love to do Iboga and that called to him more because it was more of a male energy. Right. And so um, I thought, okay, well, you know, I'd love to experience that. How, okay. how much of an honor is it? So I went over there and um, Scott had an amazing experience. There, there was a lot of masculine energy in the mm-hmm. bit witty tradition. Correct. Uh, and to me, there was a lot of shadow shadows in mm-hmm. big witty tradition so uh, Boga and I you know didn't have an issue right. but I had an energetic experience with with the bit witty the mask and everything that was there because I am an empath and mm-hmm. I do pick up these subtle energies and right. and they can get a little much sometimes yeah. and <laughs> so um, this time it literally got me ill and I okay. continuously puked and just purged and purged and purged and right. uh, just couldn't even get the medicine down Hardly. Wow. Yeah. So I I went up there regardless. I was like, I came here. I'm gonna have this experience. <laughs> right. It's a once in a lifetime experience, you know. Yeah. And um, so each time, I, I don't know why I fought fought against it so hard. It wasn't, I guess, for me. And, and that's just how these things are. And you have to understand that. Um, so you have to be very in tune with yourself to know this. So right. I thought, okay, well, maybe. You know, iboga like ayahuasca, the spirit will come and help me. Right. So I was trying to, you know, distance myself from the energy and just go to iboga, and the shaman uh, came to help me. And when he asked me where my soul was, mm-hmm. or, or what my soul was saying, uh, the most curious thing, the, the the I guess the finale of that iboga experience was I heard so loudly and so plainly you are a child of God mm-hmm. and the vision not did I just hear it I felt it right I felt that same light that I was telling you about with ayahuasca right I felt that same light come through I felt that same and I thought you know because I hadn't felt it in a while and I was like oh, right oh wow I knew exactly what that energy was yes. that just came in and uh, so Anyway, I uh, had that same vision that I had in ayahuasca, mm-hmm. but this time I was awake enough to understand it. Yeah. And I had kind of already knew it before I went. Correct. And I was curious, and I, I kind of already knew it, but when I saw it, because this is a big thing. Right. So I, it, it, I really prayed for validation. <laughs> now, when you, when you say, you know, you saw the vision of God, now we, we both talked about earlier that we weren't a person of faith. Right. What, what drew you back to saying, I'm a person of God, I am a man of God? Well, I guess, uh, well, like I said, that was the, the experience that said that, you are a child of God. Right. But what drove me back to to God divinity mm-hmm. was that feeling to know it existed and so um, yes once I felt it then I was awakened to oh my yeah and then so I started researching like any good scientist does mm-hmm. <laughs> and I started researching all of these religions and all of these yeah. different different things and um, and uh, for quite 
some time and then meditated and went into my yes. own wisdom and and got my answers like i said this has been kind of a long process yeah. and um so now i have my spirituality mm -hmm. and that's the key to this right. whole thing is mine is not yours right. and yours is not i mean it is it is my healing matrix here for a reason do you feel the spirituality and religion are two separate things oh yes okay. yes absolutely Absolutely. How do I put this? Customs. Yes. Traditions. Mm -hmm. uh, those are religious to me. Right. Those are, and, and, and spirituality does have those, each right. in their own shamanistic ways. Right. Like, like Shipibo is what I'll be going into now. In America, they say religion. Mm -hmm. You know, over there, it's more spirituality. of a spirituality. Mm -hmm. Here, it's religion. To me, yeah. it's religious because it brought me to my divinity, mm -hmm. and so it's an individual. I guess right. um, they don't they don't classify it as religion. It's more of cultural, like we're talking yes, about yes. It's, it's, it's just part cultural. of it. Just yeah. it's what is to them, and mm -hmm. it's the way they live is just yeah. absolutely a testimony to the point, right? Because they. They don't need much. They're they just don't need happy. much. And, they, and the other thing that they that I, I've seen and I've and I've studied myself a lot of the cultural tribes is they don't look at one god. They look at many gods, mm -hmm. and they view women more as gods than they do men. Yeah. Um, so you know we as Americans forget that. Yes, you know, absolutely. We we forget that women have a lot more power in other cultures. Absolutely. But we take that from them. Yes. And so I think that's it's a good. But we to are literally the only humans that can bring a spirit into this world right. exactly <laughs> i don't right. know how much power you need i mean right. you don't need to own a huge tall building right. is that what kind of power we're talking about no yeah. i think that they need that kind of power right. and that to make them feel better but we know our power within us mm -hmm. the biggest power we have is our heart yes mm -hmm. absolutely and that's what ayahuasca is yes the power of of i would say uh, the bridge between consciousness and the heart's wisdom. Mm -hmm. There is, there is uh, so much awakening going on in the mind. You hear awake, awake being thrown around as a term more so to see what other people are doing, stupid or not. Right. Or if they're right or they're wrong. Right. Which is not awakening mm -hmm. at all. And awakening is, is, is individual experience, awakening to the truth yes. of yourself. Exactly. Not what everybody else is doing. Right. And so that's what Aya does is help you go in and see this in a way. I, they Some people you'll hear on the internet, 10, ten years of therapy and, and, and one weekend, one way. And um, it's kind of true, mm -hmm. except it's a different kind of therapy. It's a very um, divine. So then you have people that come to me and they say, well, is that a little spiritual bypass in there going mm -hmm. down? Yeah. You know, as a counselor. I would say, yeah, that's cutting into my money. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm just I'm kidding. Maybe. Yeah. But um, my spirituality, my heart says, in, in my experience of going to having this awakening for four years, I was headed by past anything. Right. I'd say that it showed me what I needed to work on, the work I still yes. had to do. Okay. You know, like we were talking to me reflecting to you, the work mm -hmm. you still had to do. That's right. And um, so that's empowerment. And that's what I want people to walk away 
from being in my energy width. Yep. As I say, healing begins within. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when, when we talk about healers healing thyself, it, it really means um, heal thyself because in your healing is where your expertise, your joy, right. your love comes in your gift, your path yes. into your life. Right. And that's pretty important, right? And we yes. can't find that without healing no. that. No. And so I, you know, I actually have been on this path for quite some time, obviously, right. uh, educational wise and in different, different ways. But to come back and go all the way full circle from where this started mm-hmm. is where I'm at now. Right. Going back to Peru, I'll be there a month. Yes. I'm on a diet and now. Uh, Bishop Pivos believe not in just ayahuasca. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm bringing down because, and I'm bringing San Pedro as well, which is um, a mm-hmm. mescaline. It's uh, one of the plant divine plant medicines. Right. And um, also Combo. Mm-hmm. which is known here in the U.S. as well, but it's it's been their medicine for centuries over centuries, there. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're teaching me all of the tricks of the trade. And yeah. not only that, going into, like, the spirit of the Amazon. Yes. One of the, the reasons a lot of shamans don't want a lot of Western shamans comes because they believe the spirit of the Amazon in itself is one of the healing attributes yeah. of doing the ayahuasca. Interesting. And this is something to address as a you know Westerner to decide which if you want to do U.S. based um, ayahuasca or you want to go over there because there's pros and cons to doing both. Yes. Uh, I personally was you know blessed or pulled or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. to go to Peru. And uh, I feel I'm being called to bring it back here from mm-hmm. my tribe. I feel like it should be available and accessible to everybody. And so does my tribe, except they believe it's the shaman that they apprentice mm-hmm. who is responsible for the spirit of the plant. Okay. So they believe if you have a bad bruhu, which is the bad shaman, um, right. you can get bad energy oh, interesting. from okay. plant medicine. And you, you hear sometimes people having bad experiences or what have you. And so just be very conscious of who, wherever you go, of who is given this, who is your facilitator, your shaman, your yeah. teacher. Be very careful with that research. <laughs> um, yeah. um, you know, one of the benefits of coming over here versus Peru, you have more medical attention to be able to, you know, not that it's ever really an issue, just in case, um, you really want that safety and security of knowing that somebody with medical training is there. Yes. And while you're under, you know, just absolutely. And then you also want someone there that has the background in some trauma work in case mm-hmm. in case some stuff really you know right. comes up because there's a lot of aftercare integration is vital to this process. Yes. Uh, you have to. You can't just live here in Ayahuascaville. You got to go back to the real world after you're right. through. So we need to prepare you before and after. To help you with this healing going into continuing your life and how it's going to help you in your right. life and um, so that you don't get in when you go to South America so much yeah. um, so but you do get the spirit of the jungle and it's a real energy I will say that I felt it mm-hmm. it's amazing and beautiful and um, when you go this this go around when you go yes. um, what are you planning on achieving there and and bringing back this time well 
I am on, uh, I guess what I was about to say early was the dieta. So I want to bring plant medicine back. That is the, in the spirit of the Amazon okay. for healing purposes. Uh, so I'm going over there to train to do ayahuasca. Okay. And what, and I'm doing a very stringent diet right now. Yeah, like you said. And the yeah. whole time I'm there because, um, they won't. They they believe just like with um, just like with the psychic ability, just like with anything. Our job is to move out of the way, right? Yes. And so when we go to these sacred plant medicines and we ask to be a vessel mm -hmm. to heal others, uh, we get out of the way. And so mm -hmm. we remove desires. There's no sex. There's no um, oils. There's no sugars. You know, it's natural, um, all natural things. No meats. Okay. No um, salts. So you become a very, you know, no medicines. You right. go over there on mm -hmm. on anything. So you allow the spirits to come through. Okay. Now, like the shakruna vine, mm -hmm. the, I mean the shakruna tree. There's ayahuasca vine and shakruna. It's two different plants that make this okay. um, ayahuasca brew. And so I learned to brew this as they have for centuries and centuries. It's being passed down from generation, from mouth to mouth, um, wow. being honored to, to know their recipe, which is the Shipibos are the carries are the sacred mm -hmm. wisdom. So they were the first to actually give it to all the tribes around. Okay. So I'll be trained to um, brew it, serve it, able to, like the Shakruna, they believe mm -hmm. has a spirit. Okay. And so when I diet on this shakruna, as I'm over there, and I diet on ayahuasca vine, you mm -hmm. know, even though it um, it doesn't have a psychedelic, doesn't mean that it doesn't become part of you. Right. It's an initiation into the plants of the jungle that they want you to work with, and some of these um, have spirits, which is why you know so many of the plants work naturally versus when you put them synthetically because. They lose the spirit of the yeah. original plant, and um, I felt that that's a real thing. <laughs> what, do you, what do you feel in, in America? Obviously, we know that there's restrictions because of things. What do you feel is the most natural of plant medicines that we actually utilize in America? What do you think is the most common one? Oh goodness, that's a good question. Do you think hemp has uh, it? Do you think I would hemp think has hemp. Is, yeah, yeah, I would think cannabis definitely. Okay. Because, yeah, but, you know, actually tobacco, I know that sounds silly, say, but yeah. tobacco is one of the sacred plant medicines. Now, we use it over here in truckloads, but we're dying probably because all the chemicals we right. put in over there. Um, it's natural. It's natural, mm -hmm. and so it's sacred plant medicine. So, yeah, we abuse tobacco right. here very badly, and I would say, yeah, after that, cannabis. Yeah, because um, the only reason I ask that is because, you know, we're, we're in a transition period in the United States, as you, as yes. you know and you see. So more people are leaning towards holistic and natural remedies versus mm -hmm. pharmaceuticals. And the reason for that is because we're all being guided that way. Yes. Um, we've it's a seen, shift in the yeah. global consciousness. Yes. You know, it's... We're getting a little warmer, right? Look at the way we're all shifting ourselves and how we're, how we're achieving better selves yeah. because of it. And I think you're going to, you're going to Peru as part of that is bringing those things back here. Um, the people that are coming into our country now are bringing so many different things that we've never yes. experienced before. And I think we need to honor that and respect that. Um, but when you come back from Peru after you finished all your training and yes. things, what, what do you hope to give to our community, the Mid-South? 
I, well, I plan to open retreats. I, okay. Exactly like I'm going to get trained to do in the Shipibo tradition to be able to give the experience that I've been so blessed to give to, mm -hmm. to have, to give that to others in this area that are not able to go over there for so many various reasons, yes. especially right now. Mm -hmm. And so to offer that, to be able to, be able to know that, um, first of all, there's not that many women That's going right. to be uh, available to do this. So yes. the honor, like I was telling you how humbled I was earlier yes. for this opportunity to do this. Uh, so to be able to come back and, and hold space for those women who have been through so much trauma, mm -hmm. Uh, is uh, just more than I can dream yeah. my life can, can hold for. Yes. You know, you can't get more than that to help people on that kind of level. So, um, yeah, I want to bring peace. I want to bring uh, for my family, yeah. for my friends, for my yes. clients, for, for everybody in my universe. You know, we're all in each other's universe for a reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, so whoever hears this, you know, they heard it for a reason. That's right. It, they was in their universe. That's right. And so I hope that they take that and see if Mother Eye is calling them to see too, because I can tell you that it was a life changer for me. Yeah. And it, it saved me. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been a different person and a better life since. And, yeah. and my family has benefited from it. And yeah. everybody around I, I've touched now because of this. Mm -hmm. It's like this... You know, when they say be the change you wish to see, it's it's a real thing. That's so right. reach out if it's calling you and um, and see. Yeah, and don't be ashamed of it. You know, yeah. if you if you have a feeling or if you have that vision of something, you're being guided for a reason. Yes, I Look am. at you and me. You know, yeah. we're perfect examples. <laughs> exactly. We, we thought we were going to live our lives, me with lupus and you with MDA, and it was going to make us suffer, but we don't. Neither yeah. one of us suffer. No, We no. live happily. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. And that's what I want to bring to other people is that I want them to have their own wisdom to heal themselves, to not right. be dependent upon the matrix out there. Yes. Because they have their own. It's there. And, um, it's, it's just, I just can't wait to dive in. Now, well, just that expansion of, I mean, being here at your office in the Healing mm -hmm. Matrix in Memphis, and we're in, you know, I would consider East Memphis. You say it's East Memphis? Yes, yeah. East Memphis. <laughs> East Memphis. You know, me walking in here the first time, and you were like, oh, let's look at this, and let's look at that. You know, I had been guided on many different directions, but just that two hours I was here just talking and learning about the different things that you've got with the technology, the red light therapy was the biggest thing for me because yes. obviously with lupus and the inflammation in my eyes, what did it do for me? My eyes healed now. <laughs> you know, they told me I was going blind, but now I'm healed, you know, yeah. and, and things like that. And I think that's why it's important to, to explore places like this. Absolutely. I mean, you know? I'm not going to say I'm not, you know, a little, concerned about going over there but I yeah. know that the vision I have in my heart yeah. is so much bigger than the fear that's trying to be indoctrinated around me fear. right now exactly yeah. and it's like um that's one of the reasons why I want to bring it back because it kind of gives us out of that that matrix of fear of yeah. of go go and and um and yeah I just I want that I want that little piece of heaven piece of divinity piece of peace yeah for everybody uh, available to them, yeah. this this uh, I was telling you about it. Uh, what's her name? Um, my goodness, I know her, uh, Amy. Yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness, Amy. Uh, she has multiple sclerosis, and mm -hmm. ayahuasca 
has Tell cured her. her. Yeah. Yes, uh, melanoma. Mm -hmm. It's been shown melanoma cancer. Yes, there's just so many benefits yes. to this medicine, and you understand. When well, we we say medicine, but it's just an herb, really. Oh, it's a plant. Yeah, it's a plant. It's a, it's a tea. You know, because you we're, we're taught we're taught that something that heals us is a medicine. Yeah, but it's really not a medicine. That's, it's just natural to them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, you when know, they call it, um, they to them they describe more of a spirit, mother yes. ayahuasca mm -hmm. and things like that. But to them, yeah, it's the the whole Amazon is their pharmacy. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. they just go whatever whatever's going on, they do mm -hmm. unless it's a Western disease <laughs> that right. we brought to them. <laughs> but um, mostly, yeah, they, they they're okay. But um, but you know what we, we 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 laugh about that. But they don't have a lot of disease down there in the mm -hmm. Amazon. Very very if any <laughs> that I know of. I mean, we, we talk about, you know, the coronavirus. Let's talk about that loosely because we don't want to get kicked off the Internet. Yeah. But they don't have that problem, but yet well, now, we are. Well, they do have Lambda, the variant. Yeah. They, they, they're having it, but not in the jungle. Correct. They're having it in Lima, you know, the social mm -hmm. economic the statics. Right. You know, the, the poverty level is very poor in those third world right. countries, so that's why it can do that. But, no, in the jungle where the indigenous live, there is, there's, you know, not unless we come over there and gave them some, they've really Correct. had any issues. And I believe a lot of that, and I know from my knowing place and from, science, from my science place and everywhere else, a lot of that is ayahuasca because when you, science tells us every day that 75 to 80% of diseases are psychosomatic. Yes. And they stem from a mental issue. Yep. So when you're constantly choosing ayahuasca constantly choosing you constantly choosing your own spirituality looking at yourself doing your own work allowing these to detach from these traumas um you know how can you not be cured right from a lot of these diseases yes you know exactly so it just makes sense you know i don't want to Make it sound like you know you need to to yeah, take ayahuasca all the time. We're not saying pharmaceuticals are bad by any means. We're not right, saying that. exactly. We're saying that there is a more natural way. Right, and ayahuasca is known to have shown positive over and over again. Yeah. And San Pedro is the masculine mm -hmm. um, energy that allows us to be grounded more. Yep. And and a lot of people need that. Yes. <laughs> you know? I saw the clip. Yeah, I mean, yes, exactly. And um, so there they have to to us this is all new and woo mm -hmm. and oh wow, I don't know but about that. But this is centuries for them. Yes, yes, but we have been a part of this this you know, the Amazon has yes. lived long before yes. we even decided what was right and what was wrong That's and right. what was uniform and what mm -hmm. was okay and what we stamped approval on, That's you right. know. <laughs> They've been doing their thing for quite some time. Yeah. And and the beautiful thing is Mother Aya is just now available to the public. For a long time, only shamans used these medicines. That's right. They had the visions, and then they told you what you needed to know. And, and that, that took a little bit longer, so then they decided to allow the tribes to have the And that's medicines. just in the last 50 and, years or so. Yes, exactly, even, yeah. exactly. And then the Spanish conquistadors came over, mm -hmm. and, you know, they they tried it. And mm -hmm. then, actually, that's why it's called St. Pedro instead of who, because who of Shima, yes. Yeah, because mm -hmm. of the Spanish people. But, yes, they have been on this for quite some time, just knowing what to do naturally from the earth. And, yeah. uh, and now we're just like, 
giving them the, the eye, like, are you sure about mm-hmm. this? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, man, we're, we're pretty sure about this. But, you know, in, unless you know every single um, ingredient of any pharmaceutical, how are we to know that it's not being used here? You ever thought about that? How it's done. How do we know that these things aren't being used here? How are we knowing they aren't being, you know, dubbed down into smaller ingredients within chemicals? Well, now they are trying to, like yeah. iboga. Mm-hmm. They have ibogaine. Okay. The, you know, iboga has thirteen alkaloids. Okay. And it works on the spiritual, mental, physical level, just you know, just like uh, ayahuasca does. And they take the ibogaine alkaloid, and it stops heroin addictions and oh. such. But they've synthesized it, and so they give it in increments. So the effective rate of it versus the effective rate of doing the plant medicine shows, once again, how when you take the spirit Hmm. from the plant, and it's not properly, like, acaras are so important. Like, ecaros, they are part of the plant medicine. They sing the energy. Uh, You ever heard of... And when you're little, you have a song in your heart. Mm-hmm. People believe that is true. And I'm very curious to find that out because when you apprentice under them, mm-hmm. they the your ikero comes from within you and, Interesting. and the medicine plant itself. Okay. So I am very curious about this. Uh, I have felt their, their songs, their ikeros, uh and felt the beautiful energy in which, you know, like if someone's having a little bad experience, some yeah. bad visions, they can literally go over there with tobacco and with these ikaros and sing this bad mm-hmm. energy away. It's beautiful. Right. And um, it's said that actually the ikaros were given to them by a vision just like the plant medicine was. And the Shipibo language is the only true language that the medicine here is. I, I don't it's know that, but it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. I'm curious to find it all out. There's so many questions I have going so, over so, there. So Shapibo, mm-hmm. Ditwitty. Bitwitty. Bitwitty. Yes. Bitwitty. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes. And then um, Iaboga and Ayahuasca. Those are the four mm-hmm. main things that we got out today, right? Those are the four yes. things that you're bringing to our area. Oh, I'm so. not doing Iaboga and no, Bitwitty. You're not, you're not, yeah, you're, no. you're only, you're only use, using them to learn. Yes. That's what you learned from. Yes, that's yeah. what I learned from. Yes, yeah. I'm bringing ayahuasca, St. Pedro, okay. Combo, and like uh, 12 other plant medicines that are for like rheumatoid, yes. uh, a lot of diabetes. Mm-hmm. I think they've been using in the jungle for years that they're yes. going to teach me to actually help with um, the physical aspect of some of these diseases as well. Yeah. So they're just, yeah, I'm just so curious. Diabetes, if you can find a way to help diabetes, our world would be different for yes, sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, ayahuasca has been shown to help with eating disorders because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of eating disorders yes. are psychosomatic. That's right. And, and we eat because we're in mm-hmm. pain or we don't eat because we're in pain. That's right. Um, And compulsation happens in the default mode network, Mm -hmm. which ayahuasca puts in that resting state. So you are allowed to uh, move into a broader consciousness. um, Is that why they put you on the diet before you go? Is that part of the tradition of why they do the diet? So I guess your addictions are gone in in a sense? Well, yes, they don't want you, like, giving spicy food to them. Mm-hmm. They they want no competition with Mother Aya, they gotcha. say. They, they want so they just want you to cleanse. To cleanse, be a vessel, to okay. just be pure as you can be, basically, like like you would any ceremonial, okay. you know, uh, fasting and yes. different things. 
in religion. But um, so yeah, this. Oh, another aspect to this is they also believe in the shamanic uh, reconnect burial. Yes. So they bury you in the dirt of the Amazon. Okay. And they sing the caros to allow okay. the. Uh, there's a lot of, and they have shamans. There's a lot of energy in that, and it is powerful energy and they say to bring the spirit of the medicine back their whole you know what my job is to allow them to do what to teach me to do what I need to do to move out of the way to become one yes. and so that's my main job and apparently everything I do yeah. <laughs> so I'm going over there to learn and um, I am curious about it all can't wait on the other yeah. flip side of this to see what I've got to say about it you know well, we'll bring you back and tell us what you experienced and, and, and what you um, what you learned from it and how it can help others. And it's it's going to be amazing to see what you go through. You're going to be gone, what, a month? Yes. About a month yes. you're going to be gone. And be gone a month. So you'll be, you know, while you'll be gone, obviously the office will be closed, right? Yes, and yes. So, but, but that doesn't mean you can't keep working, right? I would tell everybody keep working because when she comes back, it's... Yes going to be just a next level next level absolutely you know? that's that's what i have been saying like this is you know if we're going to talk matrix mm -hmm. uh kind of uh, talk here i guess you would say this is the red pill yeah <laughs> i mean it's the light it's the light you've been following yes. for so long we always talk about you know our crown chakra being the light to where we we all where we're all meant to go well this yes. is your journey and this is where you're meant to go so i'm curious to see what you bring back to i've i've you know, I'm like you. I believe plant medicine does a lot of things. I've never used anything like that myself personally. I've never touched mm -hmm. CBD either, except for maybe like a swab here. But I've been reluctant because, yes. like you, I was big pharma. Yeah. And I work for big pharma too. Yeah. So um, it, it's interesting. And I, and I hope we do get a lot when you come back. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so ready. I'm so ready to, to, to bring whatever I can bring back to help whoever I can help. Yep. Heal. Of course, when you get back, you're going to have to have your own vacation from that because you're going to have to down, you know. Well, yeah, there'll be a lot of integration for me <laughs> yes. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do plan on, um, I'm in the process of getting the legalities of this mm -hmm. um, going. So all the paperwork should be ready by the time I even get back. That's awesome. Back in the States to be yeah. able to ship everything over. And yeah. uh, so I'm so glad just I cannot believe I'm about to really be a part of this tribe yeah and about to offer this beautiful medicine to so many people a dream that I really never thought I even had yes it, but it was in my heart to help yes so it was a dream that there had to be something out there mm -hmm. something yeah. you know God put divinity yes source whatever mm -hmm. you want to call yes this higher power this energy he put a cure for almost everything out yeah. there. That's right. So why are we so silly yeah. as to think we should not go into looking into these ethogens mm -hmm. and, and bring back, connect back with the divinity that's in us? Yes. Why? I mean, that's right. you know, there's no reason not to except um, fear of the unknown. Yeah. And just remember that that fear is, it's not real. That's right. It, it is Don't not fear. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, just because legality of something does not negate its worth. You mm -hmm. know, you can't, that's another paradigm we have in our, our brain is, mm -hmm. oh, if it's illegal, it's, yes. it's bad. And, and although ayahuasca is not illegal, it's not been able to be researched that much right. in the States because 
Uh, the uh, DMT mm-hmm. is actually not legal here That's in the right. United States. That's and once the part it's of it. brewed, That's right. yes, and DMT is the spirit molecule. Yes, it's the. Um, it's a molecule that's um, globalized agonist of, mm-hmm. of uh, the, the serotonin receptor. So, I mean, there's just so much to this molecule. It's what's released when we have near-death experiences. Right. It is what is released um, a lot of times in psychic connections yes. they've seen. We, we have access to this. This is endogenous within us. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like... The plant medicine is just introducing something to us that's yeah. like other things. Like um, like we have receptors in our body for cannabis, nicotine, right. mm-hmm. and um, nicotinic receptors. And we have um, these uh, DMT, serotonin receptors. Yeah. So, you know, we are made to use these medicines. And, and how no our reason. body reacts to those receptors is how we come out on the other side. You yes. Know, whether you're addicted or you're not addicted, right? Yes. And that And that's what we forget. Our body is its own mechanism. Yes. And our mind is a separate mechanism. Yes. And, and until until they become cohesive. Yes. Uh, you know, once we awaken, they become a cohesive state. Yes. Then, yes, then we are awake. That's okay. Say, once balance. they are separate, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're duality. Yes. So we have to, you know, get them on board with each other. The heart, there's got to be a body, mind, and soul Thank experience. You. Yes. And we, you know, you're, it's vital. You're right. We're totally, it's without one. You can't have one without the other. That's right. And so when you do this plant medicine, you just love yourself. You yeah. just feel this love and you just it's want the to divine improve your life. It's yes. the divine trinity in our life. And we, we as humans forget that, you know, every piece of us has a purpose. And when you don't have all three of them working together on your side, bad things happen. Yes. Negative things happen. Not necessarily bad things, but (laughs) negative things happen. True. Yeah. True. Absolutely. But I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to get you back and and see what you've experienced and then talk about that some more and, and how what you get from that experience, how you're going to help. All of us. Thank because. you so much. I'm I'm so excited. You know, uh, last time I was over there for two weeks, yeah. and um, gosh, I was opened up to psychic abilities and in yeah. love within my heart and divinity, and my whole life changed. I can't imagine that dedicating. Was just two weeks. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> dedicating, rededicating my life yeah. to um to this. So it's gonna be well, again. I'm looking forward amazing. to it. So. Wow, what a powerful episode. Thank you so much, Tony Kuhn, for coming in today and talking with us about what the Healing Matrix has to offer and obviously your journey through ayahuasca and your trip to Peru. Um, I hope to have you back um, sometime after you get back in October of this year. And I look forward to what you will be offering to the Mid-South thereafter. Um, Again... Tony has been an inspiration to me uh, over these last six months because she was able to give me the the guidance that I needed to really affirm what I needed to do and how I needed to do it without anybody's approval. So without her, you know, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. <laughs> um, it'd been the work that she provided that allowed me to experience that. So I thank you, Tony. And again, we're going to have her back very soon. Thank you guys for joining us today.
be sure to catch the next episode of the Circle of Sheep podcast next Friday on the Trim Radio Network, 7 p.m. Eastern. And of course, on all your favorite podcast channels.